0: Welcome back to the super awesome Mix podcast. My name is Matt Sidhome alongside my co-host and co-founder Samer Abu Salbi Samer. How are we doing today?
1: We are doing real well. How about you?
0: I'm doing great. Doing awesome. great back here with another mix and it's just you and me today, no guest. But we've decided to take a walk through other hits by One Hit Wonders. And, yes. and I guess they're not necessarily hits, but Maybe other great songs by One Hit Wonders. I feel like we were having trouble naming this one.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this mix a whole lot actually. Um I arrived at kind of a definition of you know them for this one song, right? Like for their hit song. But either their other songs are just as good, if not in some cases, I would argue, better than what made, you know, playtime and air time. Um but yeah, that they're like worth they're worth kind of like diving into their into the rest of their their like work so that's yeah i don't know how we sum that up in like a single sentence (laughs) i kind of
0: i've been labeling the second hit wonders second hit wonders that's kind of how i've summed this up right and this is not a complete list i'm sure we could do this one probably a few times over for sure um, yes because there are so many one hit wonders here but just like in past uh Podcast with just you and I. You pick six songs. I pick six songs. And so we're going to dive right into it. And we start off with a band who has made an appearance on the podcast before. At least their songs have. Mm -hmm. On the Mother's Day podcast, we had Stacey's Mom, Fountains of Wayne's most famous song. But for this one, you chose all kinds of time.
1: Yes. Um, I know. Yeah, I, I remembered actually after putting this on that we'd already featured Fountains of Wayne. So if you haven't listened to them yet, like, please go listen to them. They have such an amazing, amazing amount of songs. Um, I went with all kinds of time because really, if you watch the show Scrubs back in the day, there is like a one of the episodes features that song um, when Elliot finally learns how to handle like a, a crash. And all of a sudden she takes his breath, you know, she slows down. This song comes on. Um, I feel like that song, that show had such amazing music. Like that's where I discovered a lot of, uh, a lot of music by watching Scrubs. Um, and so I just fell in love with it. And then that's actually how I got into Fountains Away, and It wasn't with Stacy's mom, funny enough. I was like aware of Stacy's mom being played, but then it was this song that was like, wow, like this sounds really cool. Um, so yeah, so that's why I wanted to put this one on. Cause it, it kind of like, that's how I got introduced to them. And it's always kind of funny, when that happens that you get introduced to a band that's known for some enormous hit, but you actually found out about them through something that, you know, again, like something that didn't get um, much playtime.
0: Yeah. I, well, first of all, not to digress, but scrubs, very underrated show, but also, yeah, they, they had so much good music on mm-hmm. that show. And I think they even put out a couple of soundtracks because of it, which is rare for a TV show, but I believe they did put out a couple soundtracks of just this type of Mm-hmm. alternative songs that were that were playing on there at the time. But yeah, I was not familiar with the song, but I really enjoyed it. And it was interesting because I'm listening to it and I'm like, is this a sad song? And then you read the lyrics and it's really not. It's almost like like you described the scene in Scrubs. It's about kind of believing in yourself and, and realizing that you can do what you're, you're there to do. Right. And uh, I think the pace of this song really fits with the lyrics well and that it Mm -hmm. starts to kind of slow down a little bit. And again, at first listen, I was like, is this a sad song? But then, you know, you realize that the tempo is just sort of going along with what is happening with the character in the song.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I I love that. I love that message a whole lot. Other plugs here for Fountains of Wayne that if you're just like, okay, well, that one wasn't for me, um, I I would recommend Hey Julie. And sink to the bottom. Those two other songs also. I I couldn't. I I was really struggling with which of those three I wanted to put officially on the mix. Um, So yeah, Fountains of Wayne, amazing band. Give them a listen. Um, All right, track two. You went with (laughs) you went with the Hanson song. So obviously (laughs) everyone knows "Mm uh, by Hanson. But you went with "Where's the Love," which is also Mm. like appropriately named because you know you could argue "Where's the Love" for Hanson.
0: Well, and where's the love for this song? Like yeah. you, I mean, I I hadn't heard this song in a while, but it, it immediately popped into my head when I thought about the second songs from One Hit Wonders, and this song just cooks. I mean, mm-hmm. just from the beginning, it is just rolling. And I looked up; this ended up being a top ten song in six other countries outside of the U.S., but it never really charted here in the United States. But mm-hmm. I just think this is a really good song, and I would dare say better than Mbop.
1: Right, it is really good. I um I really enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I had not heard this one, and also funny enough, my when I was running through this list with my girlfriend, she was um, offended and said that you clearly weren't a tween girl when it came out because <laughs> she she was like Hanson is not a one hit wonder. <laughs> How dare he! <laughs>
0: Well, she she definitely pegged me for that. I was in college when Hanson came about, so no, I definitely missed out maybe on on a great album. But yeah. you know, and I even heard them recently on interviewed on a podcast in the last couple of years, and they're still making music. They're they're really good musicians. People mm-hmm. forget these guys were like, I mean, I would say teenagers, but I mean, I think one of them was like twelve or something right. when when they really hit it big. So you know now they're just in their 30s, and just still making. I mean, I, I they could just really play their instruments, and right. if you think about their age and you're listening to this song, it's it's pretty impressive. And uh, you you could imagine, and we'll get there's a similar artist also on this list that we'll get to later. I mean, if you could just play an instrument really well, I think you're gonna have a long career in music, even if it's not a big career in pop music. Person, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, really good pick. I liked it.
0: So moving on, track three, Marcy's Playground, whose biggest hit was Sex and Candy, a song I really don't care for. But you picked Punk Rock Superstar, which I hadn't heard because, again, because I didn't like their big hit, I never dove into Marcy's Playground's catalog. Mm -hmm. Um, But the opening notes of the song, I was like, whoa, okay, I think I like this. And then as I listened to it, I I thought, why wasn't this their most successful song? (laughs) I think this is so much better.
1: It's so good. Yeah, it's so exactly like this. I had the exact same experience with you. I did not like Sex and Candy either. Um, And so I just like you said, why would I ever dive into the rest of their their albums? Um, But it was so random, I think. So my roommate and I in college bought an Xbox 360. It was like our big, you know, (laughs) big stereotypical males in college like purchase. And I want to say there was like a game that we had bought that had That song, Punk Rock Superstar, um, as part of like the game soundtrack, I do not remember what it was, but that's when I was like, wow, I really like the song and it discovers Marcy Playground. And at the time, their album um, that was like their most recent one was MP3. Um was released in two thousand and four. And honestly, like I used to just listen to that album start to finish. It is so good. And I would say if you if you like Everclear, which is a much larger band that's, you know has like a lot of hits that got played right. then you'll feel like right at home with marcy playground. um and so, yeah, sex and candy is like okay in my opinion, <laughs> but for some reason that was the one that got blown up. Uh, but yeah, punk rock Superstar is just a lot of fun. great lyrics, really good sound. um and and the rest of the album, I think, is kind of very similar to it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have even guessed this is the same band when I was listening to it. Yeah, and Everclear is probably a good comparison um, to what this sound is versus mm-hmm. what Sex and Candy is.
1: Yeah, yeah. So definitely check them out, Marcy Playground. Um, all right, track four. You've got a new radical song, so we know them as you know, you get what you give, um, which was also featured on a, a recent mix of ours. And you went with Mother. We can't. We just can't get enough by them.
0: Yeah, this is the opening track to their, again, one album. I, I think I've talked about New Radicals maybe three times in the course of this podcast. So you could see how big a fan I was of their one album. Mm-hmm. This song didn't chart, but I just love the, the overall energy of this song. So lead singer and producer of, of the band, Greg Alexander, he's just, I mean, he's just screaming this in the, in the chorus. And I mean, just the guitar and everything about this song, I just love it. It gets me fired up. So I, I had to include it. And I feel like everybody would would really enjoy a song like this.
1: Yeah, it's really good. The, the new Radical song that I loved, um, to plug another one here, is um, Someday We'll Know. That's the yeah. one that, yeah, that's the one I used to listen to that in like high school, I think, or, or late middle school. And I just had so many feels listening to it um it's it, it it's definitely like an emotional song uh compared to um you know their more poppy sound but um really good but yeah medicals is great
0: yeah that that song really well written too that and that was what stood out I think in this album is all the songs I thought you know the lyrics were really clever mm-hmm. and uh again musically, I think it sounds great, yes, so moving on track five now i I kind of alluded to this earlier, but this this was someone Vanessa Carlton. Had a really big hit. I think she was sixteen at the time in the '90s when a thousand miles. It was out the song a thousand yes. miles. Yeah, uh, came out, and she was such a good piano player. I mean, really kind of a weird pop hit considering how piano-driven it was, right? Mm-hmm. But ordinary day, um, and I love this song. Actually, that was another album I got when she when she got big. Because when she came out, there was no iTunes, so you're not just kind of surfing through one track at a time. So I actually got her whole album and really liked it, but not someone who you would think would come out with a pop hit like A Thousand Miles. So why did you include this one here?
1: Yeah, um, it's funny because I also had heard her album, um, again, like literally as a CD, because, you know, like you said, that's how you consumed music back then. So even if you're like, oh, I like that one song, I guess I'll go buy the whole the whole disc um and it's so good and so ordinary day like if you haven't heard it fantastic she also has a cover of painted black that is so good um like yes that's right that's yeah. right like just just a, and that song is like i i can't if there, i would have to guess that that is probably one of the most covered songs ever just <laughs> just from my own like <laughs> experience of how many people have covered that it's just an amazing song to cover but hers is really great um so yeah she's just like you said she's clearly a talented musician has a great voice um has like a really wide range and so her her music is great and so it's a shame that like people only ever you know for the most part i'm sure there's other people out there listening who are like no i love vanessa carlton not a one-hit wonder but again like the song that you know you snap to immediately when you hear her name is oh yeah a thousand miles um and it's worth you know giving her a listen
0: yeah she's still apparently i looked her up she's still making music and she was actually starred in the Carol King musical Beautiful a couple of oh, years nice. ago on Broadway so you know still out there doing stuff and and again to the same point as Hanson if you're this good musically when you're a teenager it stands to reason that a couple decades on if you stick with it you're going to be that much better and probably still have a career in music even if it's not a top 40 album
1: right yes Um, Real quick side note on this. The other thing that made me (laughs) that I was contemplating is her song Thousand Miles, right? Like has the lyric of essentially like moving a thousand miles for something. And then I was like, I wonder if she was inspired by the Proclaimers 500 miles, you know? um which in the lyrics you know he doubles right I would be the one who walks 500 and 500 more just to be the yes, man who would that's right walk who a thousand a thousand miles. Miles. so I was like huh what is it about a thousand miles <laughs> these people just want to move that's this interesting what
0: why is that the watermark right, right. like just a thousand miles <laughs> yeah <laughs> listeners think about where you are what is in a thousand mile radius from where you are you know, that would be worth walking to. That'd be interesting. Yeah.
1: That's a, that's a really good question. (laughs) I'm going to look that up after this. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Track six. Um, you've got a sister Hazel song. They're known for all of you and you went with happy.
0: Yeah. All for you is their big hit. And then happy is, is the song, you know, it's interesting all for you. I still think it's a pretty good song. I'm not going to, you know, downplay it. But I just, I like this other song by them that I think I looked it up, peaked at number 27. Mm -hmm. It's a really solid song, both musically and lyrically. And it's kind of talking about how, you know, happy, he says happy isn't good enough for him. And I think that's just sort of a really interesting statement because he's kind of looking around the room and everybody kind of strives for being happy in life. And I just think this is an interesting song. And then he kind of says, well, happy, that's not quite good enough. It kind of says there's something more out there. He wants something more. Yeah. Which uh, I think is a really interesting thought.
1: Yeah. No, I really liked it. Um, Funny enough. So I wasn't super familiar with Sister Hazel. Um, I was just playing this kind of blind, you know, to hit play and, and was um, listening to the playlist. And I thought, oh, did Matt put a Counting Crows song on here? Because like, they, they have like a Counting Crows sound <laughs> yes. in the song. Yes. Um, which would have been really funny if you had been like, yeah, Counting Crows, they definitely had one song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, my one hit. Well, yeah, that would be funny if I came on here with a bunch of bands who've had like dozens of hits. Right. And I was just like, nope, I only know one. This is it. It's just like, Mr. Jones. That's right. it. Never heard of him since.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about doing that too. Putting like Love Roller Coaster by Red Hot Chili Peppers or something. Be yeah, like, yeah, not even their biggest hit. Just right, like, exactly. Yeah,
0: you guys probably know these guys. okay? As
1: yeah. <laughs> like it, Because of the Intel commercial. That's what introduced me to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, no, it was really good. I, I, I love the song. I, I really like the lyrics. I, I like the sentiment there. Um, and yeah, it's, they, they also had music that was featured in 10 things I hate about you. Um, which is like one of the greatest like rom-com films of all time too. So definitely give, uh, definitely worth listening to a lot of their music. It's very good.
0: All right. So track seven, this one on title alone, I definitely didn't recognize, but then when it got into it, I was like, Oh, I've heard this song before. Uh Starry Eyed Surprise by well really it's credited to Shifty, but Shifty's the lead singer of Crazy Town, mm-hmm. who was famous for their song Butterfly.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, so this was the way that I discovered um Crazy Town was actually through this song. Again, because I remember watching an HBO promo that featured this song being played as like the, you know, as the soundtrack to the it was like a sixty second, you know, here's what's coming, like whatever years and years ago, obviously it was like early two thousands. Um, and this was back, you know, when the internet didn't quite have the answer to every question. And so, you know, you wanted to be like, oh, what was on this like HBO commercial I saw? What was the song of that? And I didn't, I didn't know for months, like I spent months trying to find someone on like a forum back then, right? Um, that would be like, oh yeah, it's this song. Finally discovered it. Uh, wasn't like, just love this song, Starry-Eyed Surprise, and then started listening to the rest of their music. And then obviously like Butterfly was also getting radio time. Um but their album, Gift of Game, which came out in 1999, I had as one of my like, you know, I had a, a six disc changer in my car. yeah. Um, so that was, you know, it's super critical. What were the six discs I had at any point? <laughs> right, right. Uh, this was one of them. This, this like had a really long run in, in my six disc changer. Like it was, it's a great album if you just kind of like, I don't know, this. I don't even know how to like define their genre. They're like a little bit of like hip hop-ish, a little bit of electronic, a little bit of rock, like. They just kind of sit between all of these things, but it was fun. It was a good, good album to listen to.
0: Yeah, this was a fun song, and it sounded there was a you, they clearly sampled something in the background that sounded familiar, and it was actually "Everybody's Talking" by Harry Nilsson, which is a '70s song that nice. I'm familiar with. But I was listening to this, I was like, oh, I couldn't quite peg it, and then figured out, yeah, there it was, "Everybody's Talking." So, no, really good song.
1: Awesome. Um, All right, so number eight, you've got um, Fastball as the band, and obviously they're known for The Way, and you picked the song Fire Escape.
0: Yeah, this song peaked at number 86. I I mean, I just think I love this song, and Mm -hmm. I just, every time The Way comes on, I'm like, why don't they play Fire Escape? Because I just (laughs) think it's a better song, and I really like the lyric, I can be myself, how about you? Um, Yeah. But yeah, this song, I I remember it getting a little bit of radio play. Generally, a one-hit wonder will get a little bit of love on their second single. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if it doesn't chart, it just, you know, dies off. You know, uh, unless you're Alanis Morissette, and you put out, you know, seven number one songs on your first album. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I just think this is a great song and I like it better than The Way. And whenever I hear The Way, I immediately think of this song because I really wished other fastball songs got played.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's so good. Um, and they have like they've had a prolific career. They've won Grammys. Like they're still producing music. Um, they're actually from my hometown of Austin, which is super cool. So um, it's it, it is kind of unfortunate that they are known just for that one song, really. Um, and uh, yeah, they're they're really great. My fun fact on this that I really loved is that they were originally going to call themselves Magneto USA, and, <laughs> and I have so many questions for them. Like. <laughs> yes. And then I also wondered what if, what if they had gone with that and then that vaulted them into, you know, the limelight better because everyone would just be like Magneto USA but but fastball I think makes more sense to me with like the style of music that they have. So
0: Well, and they kinda of got popular right around when the X Men movies were coming out. So it would mm-hmm. have been interesting if the X Men movies are coming out and Magneto is kind of out there and right. everyone just thinks of Magneto USA, this band. Um, all right, so track nine, we're going to get into Harvey Danger, who's better known for Flagpole Sitta, and this is Private Helicopter. So I I had never heard this song before. I think it's a really strong rock song and almost has the same cadence as Flagpole Sitta. Yes. So if you like that song, I feel like, I mean, I did like this song, Private Helicopter, but I think some of that was related to, it kind of sounds like their other song.
1: It does, yeah. I had that exact same thought listening to it, Um, but I yeah I loved this song for some reason. Um, I think the lyrics are really fun. There, it's just this idea of he's in he's, you know, the opening lines are I'm on a private helicopter with my favorite ex girlfriend, Um, and so it's just like he's in this little tiny little cabin in the sky, um, discussing this like, you know, being in in this car with this like ex of his, and kind of remembering a how awful it was, but then it kind of ends on a like. Oh, but like, maybe it'll work, you know? And I think it's just like a, <laughs> it's its a very common theme, right? Like in, in life and in music and, and movies and everything, but you kind of like get mushed up with like an ex of yours and you're remembering all the terribleness but then you're also remembering like kind of fondly about the good stuff um and whether it works out or not in the end usually i would say don't go back with an ex you broke up with them for a reason um <laughs> you know like you kind of all have it's it's a very like human thing to kind of think like well maybe this time it's going to be great
0: <laughs> it's going to be different i swear <laughs> We're on a private helicopter things are picking up things are turning around
1: yeah, because I think the ending line, if it's not the ending, it's very close to it. But it um, he ends with, now we're alone and we can remember how we felt at first. The desperate need to be together it must have been good for something, sugar. So, yeah, I think it's like, again, it's that very human approach to like old relationships of like, well, there had to have been something, you know, like maybe right. we both kind of liked the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: as we know, people have very thin uh, reasons for staying together. Sometimes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> All right. Track 10, uh, as we round out the mix. So you've got a semi-sonic song that I actually, I loved this one way more than their more popular song. So you picked Singing in My Sleep. They are known for closing time. Um, but yeah, I loved this one way more than closing time. Both great songs, but this one is actually my favorite too.
0: Yeah. And if you read the lyrics for this song, it's, Kind of about a mixtape that mm-hmm. he got from either a girlfriend or a, you know, partner, whatever the case may be. And it sounds I, I thought maybe she even included her own voice because he even says, I can hear you singing in my sleep. And whether that's the songs or, or her own voice on the uh, mm-hmm. on the mix, which, of course, you can do with the Super Awesome Mix app. if you download that's well it. Um, but I was just like, man, this could be our unofficial anthem. I was like, we got to get Dan Wilson, who wrote this song for Semisonic, we got to get him on the podcast to talk about, you know, what he was thinking with this song, because I was just like, man, this is this is it. It's a, it's about mixtapes and how, how much of a, a strong memory they can invoke.
1: I love that. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's a listener, you know, um, and, and he'll give us a give us a DM on on Instagram. <laughs> that's what you say these days, right? Give us a DM. <laughs> yeah, that's what the
0: kids say. That's what the kids say these days.
1: Oh, uh, we just lost half of our followers. Oh, God, just like that. <laughs> just like it was bound to happen. Um, my one little thing real quick on, on Semisonic on closing time. This is like kind of a divergence, but... It was featured in the show The Office, like late season, I think season eight, when Andy's manager. And there's one of the opening sequences where he's been playing Closing Time at the end of the day for several weeks now. And that's how he he finishes the day. And in it, they interview Pam. And Pam is like, well, Andy's been manager for, I don't know, it was like six weeks now. And I've listened to it this many times. I still don't know the words. I just have to get this off my chest. How does she not know the words to that (laughs) song? It is... (laughs) It is so singable. Like, you know exactly what he's saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's very clear. Yeah. It's not, there's no real mystery there. And even if you weren't, um, even if you weren't really paying attention, could you kind of figure it out? Right. Right. Like, yes. It's exactly. pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, thank you so much. That was like therapy for me to just get that off my get the No, that's a fair. I had never
0: thought about that. I remember Pam saying that (laughs) on The Office, but I never really thought about, yeah, why she should know the lyrics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great.
0: All (laughs) right. So our penultimate track here, track 11. Nothing to Worry About by Peter, Peter Bjorn and John, um, better known for the song Young Folks. Now, by title, I didn't recognize that song, but then I decided to play it before listening to this. and I was like, oh, I definitely know this song, mm-hmm. right? There's the opening, uh, the, the whistling there at the beginning. Um, but this song was, I, I really like this song, and harkening back to our friend Easy Taiga talking about trans music. I mean, the chorus is almost like kind of... Tr- Puts you in a trance with the way they kind of, yes. you know, reiterate. There's nothing to worry about.
1: <laughs> exactly. I I found myself singing it all night long yesterday. Um, as as I had played it, like of all the songs, that usually there's one that just sticks in my head afterwards after listening to a, a mixtape, and this was that one because it, yeah, it's just like it's so again, just like young folks, it's so catchy. They just have a way to like create a tune that just embeds itself in your mind, and you just keep singing it over and over and over again. Um. It's, it's really good. And, and the lyrics are kind of like, they're, they're kind of great. I feel it's like, you know, yeah, there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> like the Yeah. The, one of the, I think it might be the first two opening lines um, where it's like negative. Why? So why always so negative? If you have problems, why don't you go solve them? <laughs> you know, helpful it, yes, advice. it's very,
0: it's very straightforward. It's <laughs> simple. It's like, well, yeah. No, I could just solve my problems. And there's nothing to worry
1: about. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, really fun. Um, they've got a couple of other ones too. Like Up Against the Wall is is another favorite of mine from them. So um, great great little band. Kind of a, yeah, not, not too common. Um, all right, cool. Last track. You've got, you featured Len, who we all know for Steal My Sunshine, which is like, yeah it's like my 90s wrapped up into a single song um and you picked the song beautiful day which i had not heard from them and it is so different from steal my sunshine it's unbelievable
0: yeah it's very different i wanted to end on a high note they get biz marquee to come in on this track and they've got some horns playing throughout i mean it is just a feel-good energetic song And yeah, I mean everybody loves steal my sunshine. That's definitely a song I think it was featured in the movie go. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? I think so Yeah, and um, so that's a great song but just digging into their catalog a little bit I found this one and I was like man, this is an awesome song I just want to listen to this over and over again Um, And the Bismarck part is awesome. It's so good. because He's awesome. Yeah, yes, so um, Just yeah had to include this on here didn't chart at all um, but Definitely will be worth your time to listen to.
1: That's great. I thought you were about to say it definitely will now that we've mentioned on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Let
0: me tell you all of these songs. Okay. This is going to be the top 12 on iTunes next week because of this (laughs) podcast. That's how many downloads we're getting people. Keep spreading the word. Yeah. Keep spreading the word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, this was a really fun mix. Um, I I really enjoyed it. And hopefully listeners, you will have discovered some new bands that you can go and enjoy uh, some of their music. And and tell people that there's more to them than just this one song. That they're multi-dimensional bands and artists.
0: Yeah, that's one of the fun things about a mixtape is maybe including a song from a band that people know, but maybe they don't know the song. So I right. think that's that's kind of a fun thing. And hopefully, this will get you kickstarted in that direction with your next mix.
1: Awesome, cool. So
0: um, to find us, of course, social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Super Awesome Mix. And Samra, why don't you tell the people about our brand new store on our website?
1: Yes, we have a new store that, that launched um, that is rocking a whole bunch of gear with the really fun phrase, I made you a mixtape on it, which is really fun. Great conversation starter. I actually just got my mug recently, um, my coffee mug with that same phrase on it. It looks great. We have the you know the tri band colors which are really pretty. Um, we've got shirts, we got bags, we got um, hoodie, coffee mugs. And we'll be adding more stuff. If there's anything that you want us to print it on, you know, send us a DM, let us know, um, and help support you know help support the show, the podcast, and, and get us more interesting guests and, and keep doing this week after week.
0: Yeah, what better you know companion for the mix you make someone than a t shirt or a mug? About. Exactly it says i made you a mixtape yeah it's great absolutely
1: and while you are bouncing around the internet um if you've listened to us on apple podcast please be sure to visit our our podcast page leave us a five-star review that always helps a lot we really appreciate it helps people helps others discover the show as well that um who might like it also so please give us a rating we'd really uh yeah we'd love to see that
0: yeah, you could certainly share the show directly with your friends. But obviously, if you if you run out of friends to share it with, just leave a review and subscribe and it's going to help other people find us. Exactly. So, um, well, another super awesome mix in the books. This is Matt Sidhome for Sammer, and we will see you next week with another super awesome mix. super awesome mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop dlmsupplycode.com and enter the promo code awesome at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's dlmsupplycode.com.